1: you always follow. Yeah, the money.
3: yeah. This is follow the money with Mitch Moss
1: and Polly Howard on VCN.
3: Always football season. GM shuffle podcast, a must listen for every football fan. Former NFL executive Michael Lombardi goes off uncensored on players, teams, coaching decisions every Monday and Thursday throughout the football season. Check out the new episode that they were uh, recorded yesterday. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VEASAN and DraftKings today, wherever you get your podcasts. Getting fun now. Getting it is. close. I mean, a lot of movement yesterday again. It's coming down hot and heavy. The reason why Bryce Young
0: went from minus 350, or in that territory yesterday, to minus $7, then minus $1,000, then even higher, to like minus $1,400, minus $2,000, and then off the board at a couple of spots, for a little while anyway, is because he canceled his remaining visits. Like, shut it down. Shut it down. There's no reason to go see another team. hmm So it makes a lot of sense now that he's going to go to the Panthers, right? Everybody's been saying this now for probably a good two weeks. He makes this uh, decision, and, you know, there's still a week and two days left to go. Maybe something changes, but I highly doubt it at this point. So that has, uh, uh, you know, shifted a lot of other bets as well. For example the number two overall pick. And we just talked about this with Matt Eumann's overall. He likes Will Anderson if they keep the pick other than trading out. And he is now the shortest shot on the board at plus 150. Will Levis actually at DraftKings is plus 210. I notice other spots he's actually the, the favorite
3: to go number two overall. Yep, yep. Caesars is one. And uh, it's a tough call. I think it's going to be Wilson or Anderson. I don't, I don't think he'll go number two unless it's a trade. Now here's the thing to keep in mind who are the
0: Texans trading with at number two? Uh Because reports are, and this has been out there for a little while, that the Colts could easily have Levis ahead of Stroud. So would the Colts try to trade up to number two to get Levis if they found out another team behind them actually had the same power rating on Levis over Stroud to make sure they got him? Maybe. Here's the problem why would the Texans trade with any team in their division? As I, yeah, as quarterback needy teams that might sorry. want to trade up the Colts and the, and the Titans. Well, Texans can say, get go
3: pound sand. We're right. not trading with you. You're in our division. Right. As I understand it, that's what they're don't know. Ifs, no way, no how they would do that. They would not trade within the division. I don't blame them. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that has obviously changed.
0: The, the Levis over Richardson has completely flipped. At last check, Levis is now minus 170 to go ahead of Richardson. That was uh Anthony Richardson was minus two fifty, I think, late last week <laughs> to go ahead of him. Uh-huh. I agree with Matt Humans. One or two of these quarterbacks will slide in the draft. They
3: will slide. Yes. I have Stroud 10 to 1 to go third. Matt has him 20 to 1 to go fourth. I bet a is little it? bit
0: yesterday to go fifth and sixth.
3: Yeah. Yeah, oh, good move. Just in case he keeps yeah, sliding. We'll need a trade, though, too. A trade I, I, would yeah, definitely I, help out. I don't know if that happens. I, I, to right. answer, and also what you, you you talked about, if there's no trade, I do think the Colts would take Levis at four. I think that'll be their guy I over think so Stroud. Too. And then you no telling what happens to Stroud. But then again, at that point, you're rooting for a trade to cash one of those tickets, three, four, five, six, wherever it may be. Yep. And a- Arizona, I think, has got to trade the pick. But this is uh, what Houston's going to do. Anyone's guess. But it's it's... Very intriguing now, and you just see your your story. Two weeks ago, Anderson forty to one. Yeah, two weeks and ago. And then we were ready to jam the kiosk, and you hit a red light, yada yada yada, down to 26, 20 to one, and uh, Wilson, we have twenty to one to go second. Yeah, so he's he's right there in the mix, right there in the, in the Levis Anderson territory. Yeah, and this is what, so to give this guy full marks,
0: uh Zerline, who is. Really well connected with the Houston Texans. He is the guy. When I when I went back and looked at it, he's the guy who put me on Derek Stingley to go third last year on April 5th when he mocked Stingley to the Texans. And I found Derek Stingley to go there at hundred to 1. Wow. So he had that before anybody else. Here's what he's saying on Twitter, and he's been adamant about a lot of this stuff, and he's been he's responding to pretty much everybody. He said, quote, I'm hearing from teams the Texans are looking to get out of number two. If they end up taking Stroud, that is probably the owner's choice. However, they're not locked into Stroud at two by any stretch. And so their teams are saying Texans are trying to get out of it. But will the offer be sweet enough for them to say, okay, we agree to a deal. We're going to move out of the two spot because how far do they want to fall? Because what if that offer, if they don't want to trade to the Colts, are they going to get an offer from a team picking fifth, sixth, or seventh? Seahawks, Lions, or Raiders? Possibly not. Because do you want to keep falling? Do you want to fall to eight with the Falcons? Do you want to fall beyond mm-hmm. that? I, I doubt that they would. Um, he also said teams have not made up their mind on who are they taking, and that includes the Texans. So we said still, we still have a ways to go here in the process. Last week, Lance Zerline said the Texans would ultimately take a quarterback at number two. Quote, not anymore. Again, they're trying to get out of that pick. The entire problem is Houston doesn't want to trade back too far, as I just said. There may not be a team who wants to trade up until maybe seven. Are you willing to go back that far? The Texans will not be trading the two pick with the team inside their division. And he also heard it's going to be tough to move the second pick because teams don't covet Stroud like the public thinks which is huge. All this, the media talk here about Stroud, 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 and he's like, Dad, don't, and this is what Michael Lombardi's been saying on this network for who knows how long now. It's not, what you're hearing potentially
3: is not accurate. I loved uh, Adam Schefter yesterday. He's also saying this is, come on now, This the two quarterbacks, three quarterbacks, top five. I don't think it's going to happen. And other people are pushing back against Schefter, but he has been... Adam and he had that report last week about, yeah, we don't know what the Texans are going to do at number two. So I have to give him full marks as well, which uh, you have to credit Zerline too. And then Peter King wrote about the, the, the same thing uh, Sunday night about no no way we're trading inside the division. So this, this you can have a monster ticket cash right off the bat here at number two. Because I, I think it's going to be Wilson or Anderson. Yeah, that's if they hold on to the pick. Yeah. That's the whole key here to the thing. Yes.
0: And if they take quarterback, again, there have been some rumblings that the Texans might have Levis ahead of Stroud as well. But again, if they take Stroud, as Lance Zerline has been t- explaining to everybody, that's going to come down to the owner's decision then. Give me your top five right now. Do you want realistic or wishful thinking based no, no. on that? What bets? do you think's
3: gonna happen, right? If the draft was tonight, give me the top five picks in order. Ooh, I'll go young one. I'll go I'll go Wilson too. So will I. Yeah, because again, this is Zerline's
0: pointing this out. He actually has... Think about this for a second. He has on his big board, Anderson over Wilson. Then people called him out when he mocked Wilson over Anderson. He goes, well, why would I do that? Why? If I have Anderson over Wilson, yet I'm mocking Wilson over Anderson, do you think maybe somebody inside that organization is telling me something?
3: Uh Uh-huh. So that's something to file away, too. Arizona, Uh, if they keep the pick, Anderson. Oh, God, if they keep the pick. Right? Yeah, all right. Levis
0: to the Colts? Yes, I would say that. All right. And then five, I think, is bonkos, man. Stroud, five? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want Jalen Carter, five? <laughs> Even though the guy in Seattle that we've talked he's, he's saying they're not taking Jalen Carter fifth overall? Do they
3: trade? I think the Raiders are a wild card. So do I. I'm not sure what they're going to do. They could go Witherspoon or Gonzalez, or maybe could they go quarterback? Or trade up. Benjamin Solak has the Raiders trading up and taking Levis. That at, could happen. At I number don't know. two, some yeah, some people Ooh. have laughed at that as well. But we'll, we'll see what happens with the trades. And and this this the Richardson Levis roller coaster. The roller coaster for Levis. He might go number one. He could. Oh, now he you know, might fall out of the top ten. He might be the fourth quarterback. And now now it's heating up now where he's probably going to go top five and. You alluded and mentioned to the, the the prop head-to-head against Richardson and the fact that he's the favorite in some spots to go second now. How <laughs> oh, this has changed? Yeah, just yep. look at the um, look at the odds on the second pick. How that's changed in two weeks. I know. What well, Anderson was 40 to one. Now he's you know let fewer in the three to one range, less than that. Uh, Wilson was 20 to one last week, and and. And Levis has come down significantly. You can still find, as we speak, you can find
0: Will Levis plus 140, as Matt Humans talked about in the previous hour, to go second quarterback overall.
3: As we get closer, I like that bet. How about um, uh, first O-lineman and first tight end? You confident with Kincaid ahead of my uh, I'm
0: quite confident in Kincaid now, because he has shifted to like a $2 favorite to go first. I got him at plus 175 for a nice bet. And Johnson... First, all line. I, I bet Johnson it was minus a quarter, I believe, but now I have no confidence in that. I, I think that's a total coin flip. And so I, it could be either guy. And it could be, I mean, the, the Raiders could take a guy at number seven, or the Bears could get yeah. a guy at number nine, depending on how that goes. I also, I bet I found a spot B. John Robinson to the Lions. There's a Charlie Campbell. Uh, with WalterFootball.com, he has been one of the most accurate mock drafters over the years. Well, he was mocking Bijan to the Lions at number six, like mock after mock after mock. And then after I bet him, he dropped him to like out of the top, top 20. So huh. I do think that even though, again, they are in theory okay at running back, trying to read what they're, they're like, they just want as much talent as possible. And so I think if they pay six is far-fetched. But if he's there at 18, I'm not going to be surprised if the lines take him overall 18th.
3: I've seen Jalen Carter all over the place too. Yeah, three, five, six, nine. seven, nine, ten. Well, the, the someone mo- had him. Uh, someone had him 11. I
0: think the most common thought is now, and this is really making the rounds that if he's available at number nine, the Steelers are going to try to trade up with the Bears and take him yeah. at that point. Yeah. And as people have said, that's like the most Steelers pick of all time. Yeah. And you know that Carter would go there and probably just be awesome. All right, let's follow the money here on v Sports Betting Network. We'll get into tonight's playoff schedule. Coming up next, they were 12th and expected gold differential on the season. And yet here we are.
3: This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSEN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. And you can check out future events as well. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSEN.com.
0: Happy to get one on the board last night with uh, Pasternik. For the Bruins, he was the first goal scorer at 8-1, also got one there. So plus 220, they have the most goals in that series with the Panthers. And uh, they took care of business. And what, a, what a night it was, though. First night of the playoffs. Those low-scoring games and then the
3: overtime tilts late. Double overtime between Dallas and yep. Minnesota could have gone either way. The Edmonton debacle, all four games should have stayed under. Uh, yeah. Dallas, Minnesota going until 1 o'clock in the morning. Double overtime. That whole series should be like that. I don't know how, Edmund, uh, how the Islanders are going to score. The one, I've never, how how weird was that goal? Ranta, he whiffs on the shot and he puts it in his own net, deflected it in with his own stick. And then Lyon was, it's a great story. 30 years old and coming out of nowhere, minor leaguer to win the job and played well, made some key saves. But the second one he gave up, glove side, you got to have that. Yeah, you do. A wrist shot,
0: there's nothing on that. And now the Oilers, by the way, down to minus 130 in their series. Against the Kings. Kings Same thing happened
3: last year. I know they lost game one, but that is, you cannot lose that game. 3-1 with eight minutes. You've been so good defensively. I like the over five and a half
0: games in that series. Yeah, I I needed that to happen, I think. I wanted that to happen last night in order to go over five and a half games, and that one happened to get there. The team I was talking about before the break, 12th overall, an expected goal differential, 12th, and yet they're the one seed out west. And they start tonight against the Jets, talking about VGK. Um, You said yesterday, too popular of a pick on the Jets here in this series.
3: Yeah, I think there's value with the one seed. I mean, Vegas, not the be-all, end-all, but Vegas swept them in the regular season. They also had a lot of success uh, lighting the lamp against Hellebuck. You probably want to give the, yeah, you'll give the Jets the goaltending edge. But Brosois played well when he was in there with Vegas. Vegas, great story. Get the one seed, five different guys in there between the pipes, but they're getting healthy. And Zion Williamson, be damned, Mark Stone had back surgery January 31st. He's going to play. Eichel's back. Stone's back. Cassidy did a great job. You know the, the special teams are weak, but they're strong five on five, and it just seems that that I think they're going to win this series, and then I th- I had them losing to Edmonton, but now we'll, we'll see if Edmonton can get there um, in the second round, but I think Vegas is going to get it done. I think the whole series, though, should, should be an under-series. I don't see a lot of goals in this series. No, neither do I. How many games you
0: see it going? I, I don't think it's going to be yeah. an easy series, though, for the Golden Knights. In fact, I have the Jets. I had them you winning in, them. in our predictions yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I think this is going to be at least a six-game series. And six games exactly at DraftKings is plus 205. You could find, a, if you want to go over five-and-a-half games, probably a better bet you're going to lay some juice. But I think most of these, you, you Paul, we talked about this yesterday. How many sweeps are we going to get? The prop was one-and-a-half, mm-hmm. severely juiced to the under. Right. I, it's, it's the NHL playoffs. I mean, I, I would anticipate most of these series are going
3: to be six or seven games. The other thing is you got to stay out of the box. I mean, it's just, just ridiculous now with playoff hockey, and these games are so tight that you can't go to the box and give a team the power play. Both Carolina goals, power play. First three goals of the Dallas game, power play. Mm-hmm. Kings tie it up, win the game. Power play. And some of the, you can't take stupid penalties. Can't do it. You know, the Bruins have the number one kill. So that, that and they were, you, you can't score on them. But it was McAvoy with a stupid penalty, but they killed it off. Mm-hmm. You, gotta, you can't take stupid penalties now. You're going to get your beat. You Got to keep your cool and, and can't lose your composure. Keep your head out there.
0: Okay. Uh, the Leafs and the Lightning again. Talked about this series quite a bit and how everybody is on. Toronto to get out of the series for the first time in a long, long time. The some of the series prices that you can find with the spreads, the leafs to actually lay at one and a half games here in the series. That's plus one thirty. Yeah. Um, you can go over five and a half games at like minus between minus one fifty and minus one seventy. Again, to me, I think this is gonna be a minimum of a six game series. I like Toronto like most people. But it's the lightning we're talking about here. It's playoff yeah. hockey, and I would yeah. anticipate
3: these games to be close. Yeah, got to exercise the demons. We haven't got it done since 2004. You've lost six first-round series in a row. Vasilevsky the last three years, 48-23, and 23, seven shutouts, goals against a 2.08 and a 9.30 save percentage. Ridiculous. But he wasn't great this year. And they also they were under 500 on the road, and they come limping in. And I agree with, again, do you think all these games going back-to-back-to-back to back to back finals would catch up with them? Sam Sonoff, 1-6 in the playoffs the last two years. And his comments over the weekend well, we're the best team. Much has been made about Edmonton's power play, and rightfully so. Toronto number two. So, I would think heads are going to roll, and there will be significant changes if the Maple Leafs can't win this series. Well, I'll tell you this. They had the lead F, go, uh 3-2 last year, and then we know what happened.
0: If its sky is falling, right, if that's the reaction today in Edmonton because of how they blew the game last night, what happens if the Leafs just lose this game tonight? Uh, oh, you, panic time. Of course it will yeah, be. total panic time. It'll, it, this will be Edmonton times 10 Yes, if they go out there, and especially if they lose like the Oilers did last night. they have a lead the entire time, they piss it away late in, in the third period and they can't hang on in overtime, it's going to be, it's
3: over with. hmm Yep. Tampa also top five power play. Um, thoughts on the total? I too high or no? Oh, no, just about right. I no? would. I sit mean, sit back and sit back and watch. L- at six, I think that's the right number. Okay. I, I mean, at six and a half. Yep. I'd play under. All right, and I, I know you're 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 hot and bothered with this, and rightfully so. Rangers Devils same time as Knicks as the Knicks game, but Rangers Devils same time as Tampa and Toronto, and people can't wait to watch these two series. I, I love the Rangers here, love them. I just think the big goaltending edge and Igor is hot. Love Gallant. Love the moves they made at the deadline. Getting Kane. And I think the playoff experience is real. And I'm concerned about New Jersey's goaltending and the lack of playoff experience and And be um, maybe next year with the Devils. But I, I think the Rangers, uh, I'm, I'm with most people. I think they win not this series, they win two series. And maybe could uh, take on Boston to go to the conference finals.
0: Yeah, I had them giving Boston fits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Planning ahead, thinking that they're going to actually meet. But again, I think this series is a total coin flip. So if they get past the Devils, I can see the Rangers making a really, really long run. I think this is going to be a great series, must-watch television. So if you love them, Paulie, do you want to get like involved in some of the the spreads here, and do you want to lay like a game and a half with the Rangers? You can get some pretty decent. Money. You you can lay two and a half games to get north of four dollars on that.
3: Yeah. Now Igor did. Uh, uh, I will lay a game and a half. Igor did struggle to start the playoffs last year, and he was so good and won the Vezina. It was it was an all time great season. And then he couldn't stop a beach ball to start against Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, his teammates didn't help him out in some of the games, but it was they lit him up early in that series. Then he found his game, won that series, beat Carolina, and then we're up two nothing on Tampa. So you don't want to get this guy hot, but I just think also the Rangers have too much firepower. This could be a fun series in terms of back and forth and high scoring, too. You well, never know. It,
0: it's also because of the contrasting styles, right? Because New Jersey, they're like, they're, they can skate circles around a lot of teams in the NHL, and they should be able to do that against the Rangers because they're so fast. But it depends on, yeah. like, the style here that's going to win out, and that's what I'm kind of banking on here when I have the Rangers advancing in my bracket, mm-hmm. is that they can kind of dictate here what's going to happen and kind of beat them up a little bit rather than get involved in their, you
3: know, kind of fast-paced game. Now, I will tell you, I haven't met one person that likes the Devils. So do with that what you want. Uh, but in the other the late series, I, I think Colorado just said, even with all the injuries and land a scog out, and what a season to, to win the division with 400-plus games, man games lost because of injuries. I just think, we you know, great story. Seattle, second year in existence, making the playoffs. But I think Colorado will be too much. You have to lay 35 cents for the ABS to win
0: in five or six games. Well, four or five or six games. So you're laying a game and a half here and it's $1.35. Again, the, the, the respect here and the power rating on Colorado, not nearly the team that they were last year based on the injuries that we've had this year. But again, nope. that's uh
3: that's super high. What do you think of Georgiev? That's a big question, Mark, I too. Am? Now you won the cup in an all time great team with Kemper, but we'll see it, we'll see how he does. And he gave up a soft one against Nashville. But that, that was—you had to be so impressed with what Colorado and Vegas did down the stretch. Well, could it, they needed all those games to win the division, and in Vegas' case, get the one seed? What sure. they had to do. Could it could it matter already in this playoff
0: series? Why not? The, the Kraken are a good team offensively. They can score. Yeah.
3: They, they can put the puck in the net. They didn't put a, much of a fight against uh, Vegas, which surprised me. Yeah, the last couple of that games. That was yeah. they were oh, really a little weird to limped me. Limped in, right? Yeah. Uh, but I just think Colorado has too much here.
0: By the way, people are forgetting great about org- this. It's, great organization. It's their second year, the Kraken. Yeah. And I get it, like, expectations were destroyed because of what the Golden Knights did in their expansion year. But in year two, they put together this kind of a campaign and, uh, you know, worthy of a playoff spot. That's damn impressive
3: yep. by that organization. Didn't work out last night. Well, it did for Boston, but not for Edmonton. Colorado 10-1-1 to end the year. So they come in uh, on fire, just like Edmonton and and Boston. Uh, It's a massive day in the Champions League. Nigel Seeley is going to join us next
0: to give us betting advice on the two matches up next here on Follow the Money. It's v the Sports Betting Network.
3: Lots to bet on in the next 30 days, and you can subscribe to Veasan for only $9.99. Daily baseball best bets, NBA, NHL playoffs, the Kentucky Derby, and the upcoming NFL draft. You get every play, every host, every guest, the betting splits. Sign up now: 9.99. Veasan.com/slash subscribe. Full card in the lower leagues with soccer and the second leg of the Champions League as we find out. Who advances to the semis? And Nigel Seeley joins us now at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. Also a VSIN contributor, the GOAT with soccer and tennis. Good morning. How
2: are you? Good morning, guys. Very well. Uh, looking forward to a big night of soccer action, both domestically and the European leagues as well. So, yeah, really well, mate. Really well. All right. Thanks, guys. How for are you, the- too? How oh, are you, two, guys? You all right. Yeah. Well, good. playoff yeah,
3: hockey. Fun, I mean, you know, playoff hockey up late like, uh, going on fumes here. Uh, but good to talk to you and a great call last week. You loved Real Madrid against Chelsea. They won 2-0. What do you think now of this, the second leg? Uh, now we go to Chelsea with a total of two and a half.
2: Well, I think that match last week, we actually called it pretty right. And we also called the weekend game yep. Chelsea against Brighton. I mean, you could, right. you, I said at the time, I was very keen to make the point that you want to bet Chelsea or Brighton at plus 170 or plus 175 on Tuesday. They started that game at plus 130. There was a huge gamble on was a massive anti-Chelsea uh, betting in all the big syndicates. Every big, every big professional gambler in the world wants to oppose Chelsea. And they're they at the moment they're a team being priced up on history and reputation rather than what we currently see on the pitch. Um, Tonight, they placed a game against Real Madrid where really, I mean, it's going to be very, very difficult for them to overcome a two-goal deficit in the way they are, the way they are playing at the moment. Currently, I think they've gone backwards in the last four or five games since they sat their manager, Graham Potter. Um, they're a club with, with no real idea what they want to do. They don't really know their best players. They don't know their best team. They've got so many players in so many different, in all sort of familiar positions. and The one thing they really lack is a goal scorer. Um, the problem I see here is what attitude Real Madrid come to London with. That is a slight concern for me. Obviously, if Real Madrid want to come here and want to win the match and you know Real Madrid um, go at it 100 percent, which um, you, know, you would expect them to do, but they do hold a two nil margin lead then you would think that the plus 150 on Real Madrid' Real Madrid to win this is a fantastic bet. The problem is, is that they may consider, they, they may play a low tempo game and come here and try to just play out a draw, or even if they lost narrowly one 0 it wouldn't really bother them, they are qualify. So I think that's what's putting me off actually pulling the trigger and betting Real Madrid here in this game. It's also a concern for me for the total goals. I, I looked at the match and I, I expected a low scoring game because... Chelsea just don't score goals. I mm-hmm. mean, that is the biggest problem. They just can't score goals. So if you're essentially betting the two and a half, really, you're you're really hoping that Real Madrid don't contribute to the goals. So that would be uh, that was a problem for me as well. But also, we've seen so many times in uh, big European Cup games or Champions League games when the last twenty minutes in these second leg matches they go completely crazy. So you could be sitting on a nil-nil ticket or, or, or a low-scoring ticket. And then suddenly Chelsea score with 20 minutes to go, think they can qualify. Uh, They throw everything in at them and and Real Madrid catch them on the counter-attack. So that's the concern for this match here. I think if we looked at what we've seen in recent weeks and what we've seen since Benzema's return for Real Madrid, Real Madrid are head and shoulders above Chelsea and at plus 150, you would think that they represent value, but the problem is, is they hold that two-nil first leg margin. So that would be for me a bit of a concern, and for the reasons of those reasons, I wouldn't play on that game tonight. i will be a watching brief. Okay. okay. How about
3: AC Milan against Napoli? Milan won the first leg one-nil. Napoli, uh, uh, the favorite in the second leg, in a total of two and a half.
2: Well, this is um, this is really finely poised. Now, if you want to watch a, a, a passionate crazy football matches up this <laughs> evening. I think this is the one you want to watch rather than the Chelsea win with Duke game. Um, Italian C teams in knockout stages of the champions league, notoriously hot headed and Latin sides are obviously very temperamental. And they, and when you've got two of them playing against each other in a match that is really finely poised, this could be fireworks. Um, in the first match between the first leg between these two sides, there was 10 cards, nine yellows and one red card. Um, uh, the, the AC Milan have gone to Naples already this year and won 4 0, which really hurt Napoli. There's a prospect of the winner of this playing into Milan, another Italian side in the semi So, from AC Milan, it could be their city rivals. Or for Napoli, it could be up against another Italian side. and there's a real good chance whether qualifies, this will get to a Champions League final, which is a huge, huge match. I think it's the biggest match of the Italian season so far. Obviously, it's not a domestic game, but it's the biggest match involving two Italian teams so far. The referee is the guy who took charge of the World Cup final, Shimon Martignac, uh, the pole. Um, In that World Cup final, he gave you eight yellow cards, in a 3-3 draw, which really wasn't fiery. I didn't think the World Cup final was saw really some really bad tackles. It was a it was a it was a great game of football. It was end to end. It wasn't really a game that you would think would be getting eight yellow cards. Uh his record in the Champions League he averages about five cards per game. In his last match, uh he, he, he refereed in the Champions League. He gave four yellows and one red. So he comes in at around about five on average. But when you throw into the mix two Italian sides going at it, replacing the semi-finals of the Champions League, this game has the potential to really spill over. I think. Um, I think at any stage of the game, it's going to be finely poised. I can't see one of them going two or three goals up and putting the game to, to tie to bed. I think going to be nil-nil or one-nil to Napoli, and which means the tension is going to be really, really high. So I love the over five and a half cards pick here. Bet Rivers are. I think they're minus 117, I think it was, um, under, I think it was minus 117 over five, five and a half cards in this match. I see very little downside in that. I really do. When you think that the first leg scores 10 cards, and usually statistically the second legs in Champions League or knockout football, usually is a, it's about, it's, it goes up by about 10% on on what happens in the first leg. And obviously 10 was... A, a freak sort of occurrence but usually second legs are much more feisty um i i think this could be i, I think I someone to be sent off as well at plus 330 represents some value i think this will be a i can see one of these sides completely losing it and um i think it'd be very fiery and the referee who is a very good referee one of the best referees in europe but he has a tendency to to dish out cards and i think in this nature of the game, the fact that he's averaging five this season In games that do not have any Mm. high, you know, nowhere near the levels of the intensity of this match is going to be thrown to just get more or less the same average for the season average for this game. They haven't looked into it too much. So I think over five and a half yellows is a brilliant bet tonight.
0: Nigel Seeley, our guest, PremierSportsPlays.com V-Cent contributor as well. Great write-ups on the website all the time. Can you find, like, alternate cards as well in a spot like this? Can you find six, seven, eight, nine, ten to bet on?
2: I think you can with certain books. I mean, I know Bet Rivers have a a little toggle at the bottom where you can move it up on total goals and props and you can move it up. I'm sure other sports books will do exactly the same. So you can do, um, but I think, I think I personally, I like playing stuff around about even, so I think the five and a half would be the bet for me. But I think instead of going up to six and a half or seven and a half, I would throw that red card in Mm. because you could get just five bookings in this game. And sorry, you can get four yellows and one red and still lose on the five and a half. So you, you, well, I think the insurance is the red. So instead of going up five and a half or six and a half or seven and a half, I would stay with the five, stay with the five and a half, at the minus one fourteen, but bet the uh, the sending off as well. Fair okay, enough. two minutes left. How about uh, full card
3: here? Lower leagues, League One, League Two, Championship, League, anything you like in the lower leagues, please.
2: Well, there's a few bets I like, uh, but obviously, obviously, you can get them on the on the BetRivers website. Uh, sorry, the BetRivers website, the Premier Sports Plays website. Um, but uh, the thing is, where I the best well, best bet I think in the lower leagues is in League Two. Uh, the team that I've bet to win uh, League Two this, this season was Bradford. They had a really, really bad start to the season. They've probably got the best squad in the division. Um, they're now starting they have had the biggest squad. But when teams have got injured, to, injured towards the end of the season, Bradford have got better and better and better because they've got the biggest squad. They're currently on a 12-match a unbeaten run, I think it is, or 11-match unbeaten run. And they can, they can, the nature of the division at the moment is very, very close. And uh, I think they're currently sixth, but there's only like two points separating sixth and third in League Two. So they could win, if they win their their matches, they can automatically be promoted rather than going into the playoffs, which is a huge incentive for them this evening. Uh, they're managed by Mark Hughes, who's a former manager of Manchester City, is a player for Manchester United, a player for Chelsea. He takes his team to Swindon this evening in League Two. Bradford have the joint best road record in the division along with the team at the top of the table. No team, no team has won as many games as Bradford this season on the road. Uh, they're very good going forward in their last four matches. They've scored three goals in three of them and they haven't conceded in five of their last six on the road games and they play a Swindon side who have completely finished for the season. They have nothing to play for whatsoever. Uh, they're conceding goals for fun. Uh, you can see in their metrics, they're dropping their levels. They've already thinking about next season. And I fully expect Bradford to go to Swindon in league two today. The price is plus one thirty, maybe down to about plus one twenty-five now, but i will take anything around plus one twenty. Go with Bradford to beat Swindon in league two. That's the best pick on the English lower leagues. There are a few others, but uh, check out the Bet Rivers website. Like, so I keep saying something about the premier sports Premier Sports League, yeah. there and you will go. see him. Take okay. care, guys.
0: All right, mate. Be good. That's a lot. There you go. He's on Twitter as well at Sealy underscore Nigel. Up next we'll touch on today's major league baseball card. They've mauled lefties this year. And run should be ripe again tonight. Details coming up here on Follow the Money, VSN, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Is follow
3: the money on VSAN. Hockey playoffs are here, and whether you're rooting for your favorite team or betting on your favorite player, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered for all the action. New customers can place a $5 pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Join the action now, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and sign up with code VSEN. little uh, Major League Baseball here. I, I, I will just point this out here early on a
0: Tuesday morning after last night's baseball results. For those who missed it, Corbin Burns left the game after 85 pitches for the Brewers, right? Uh, Pectoral, I believe is what it was. They're saying that he's not bad. He could make his next start. However, if that turns into something, keep in mind that the guy that I bet to win the Cy Young in the National League, Brandon Woodruff, who was off to a nice start, is already on the IL. Some of these pitchers in baseball are dropping like flies, Brewers are off to a great start. They're 12 and 5. Yep. I don't think that that's going to be sustainable. The Cardinals are 7 and 10 right now. All I'm saying is this I don't think you're going to find a rogue number on the Cubs to win the division, but I I keep my eyes open for Cubs, Pirates, something. Pirates? They're off to a phenomenal start.
3: I think the Cubs are good. I I don't mind them at all. It's a good road trip so far, which I know it's the A's okay, but they should have swept the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think they're a good team, okay. and the yep. Pirates are like shockingly good yep. to me yep. so far with some of the results that we've had. So, I, I mean, I'm all I'm saying is again, some of these books might have a bonco seventy-five to one or something like that up on the Pirates. I'm looking around here in Las Vegas. I'm seeing thirty-three and forty to one. Eh, I'll keep looking, yeah. but you get my drift. Um
3: yep. it's been a strange start to the season with something. I mean, the Padres are eight and ten. The Dodgers are under 500. Very disappointing. The White Side. The White Sox pitching's been atrocious. Yeah. you look at what they are with ERA. Uh, 28th in ERA. The bullpen's been brutal, and uh, they have the doubleheader here against the Phillies. Both teams six and ten. See C- C- uh, St. Louis scuffling. Another. The Diamondbacks win again. Yeah. Grand slam there in the seventh. Could the Diamondbacks be
0: this year's version of the Orioles last year?
3: I could see that. No, yeah.
0: Like, Orioles were much in much worse shape before the season last year than the Diamondbacks this year. Oh, yeah. They already played a bunch of games against the Dodgers and Padres. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that. Right. Yeah. Do, do you think the Twins, do you think this number is a little weird today? Sonny Gray
3: goes against Chris Sale? Yeah, I do. I do. You know, the Red Sox had to deal with a long delay yesterday. And, and I, what, it's such an important day there in, in uh, New England. And then you have to sit around and wait. And now you're facing the, right now the best pitcher in baseball, at least when you look at the numbers right there with Cole, with Sonny Gray with a 0.53 ERA. And the Twins are good. And the Twins went to New York and, and split that series and could have won three out of four. So the Twins uh, are off to a hot start and their pitching's been solid. I don't know what I'm going to get out of sale. And I, th- I think Sonny Gray's going to be able to contain this offense and contain and shut down Limit Boston, what they're going to do. Guys, off to a great start. Yeah. Like you said, I-, I will point this out with
0: uh, the Twins overall. They have the sixth highest K rate in all of baseball against lefties on the year. And this is against lefties or righties. They've had four double-digit strikeout games on offense so far this year. They struck out 10 times against uh. Lazardo, 10 against Lynn, 11 versus Herman and 11 versus Cole. So just something to maybe keep an eye on today. I'm with you, Pauly. I don't know what you can really anticipate with Chris Sale. Um, Things are not going well for him. He's clearly not the same guy that he once was. And that said, Twins have been, like I just pointed out, I mean, striking out a ton. I'm trying to get a K prop here in this game from Sale if it's uh, posted anywhere at this point. But um, there you go. It's... uh, it's five and a half, and the over is minus one seventy-five. That's that's a lot of juice to lay with Chris Sale at this uh-huh. point. I don't know if I really want to do that or not. I I made a bet last night on the overnight numbers, and the numbers gone against me. I laid minus one thirty-seven with the Braves right away here at Circa. They're down to around the minus one thirty range.
3: I don't blame you. Dollar at seven in a row now.
0: I'm so why are the Potteries taking money? Is it Snell at home? He he has a history here at Petco last couple of years where. He's been good. Um, I would say this, though. Atlanta against lefties on the year. Second overall in hard hit rate. First in average and on base. Sixth in slugging. Third in OPS. The Padres have the sixth highest K rate versus right-handed pitching. Strider's awesome. And they don't hit righties that well at all. I, I, th- mm. I thought the number was going to be in the buck 50 range today for the Braves. They're red hot.
3: Yeah. I don't I- want snow. No, 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 I'm I, with you.
0: I, I in fact I might right, have to bet yeah. more on the Braves now today.
3: Yeah. And a nice win by the Mets last night, but uh in Atlanta with a couple up a, a couple games on the Mets. And we'll see when Verlander comes back. Uh they called up that uh that prospect the Mets had the uh the Beatty kid as Beatty, well. Yep. But uh no, I'm with you on that one. And I know you like Lodolo too. What Over. do you think? Now the Rays got beat again? Yeah, so they it was thirteen or no, it was turned into fourteen and three. Yeah.
0: So they're one and three in their last four games. And for this bet that I have for most wins before the end of April, they're now one game up on the Braves. I, I thought I was gonna have to worry about the Braves. I said this like two weeks ago now, based on the schedule. And they're just they're doing better than I thought. But uh Lodolo's great. His K prop uh today is something I don't really want to get involved with. Reason why is because the Rays versus lefties are well, they're 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 basically mauling every every pitcher they take on. It's changed a little bit here recently, but they're first in slugging against lefties. They have the most home runs and the eighth most at-bats against lefties on the season. Um, The most recent lefties they have faced, Kakuchi's K-prop was four and a half. He had nine. Sale's K-prop was five and a half. He had six. So those guys have gone over. Lodolo is, uh, you know, he's coming off. He came back to the pack a little bit after that 12 strikeout game, but... I thought they were going to get green yesterday. He had to leave the game. Yes. They couldn't get any, and the Reds' bullpen stinks. They couldn't get anything going (laughs) for the Rays.
3: Yeah, yeah. So that was a surprising result for me in that game yesterday. Yeah, I know it was a great story, but you had to factor in the schedule. I mean, I'm I'm not saying, that's what you did with your bet. But I'm saying how you assess this team, and when you look at how good the Rays might be, uh, they were playing some bad teams. And then uh, I was tr- it was troubling that Barrios and Kikuchi shut him down, although they bounced back on Sunday. Uh, so what do we? DeGrom hurt, Burns hurt, Green got hurt. Several key guys banged up. Yeah, him. like I said, Woodruff. I can't get over the Texas thing. Yeah, because I, I, I like I bet uh, the team total the game, and also uh, DeGrom's K prop over, and that was I mean four or nothing in the third inning, and you can't get another run the rest of the game. Yeah. Poor the Royals, man, right? Shut down again. Four and thirteen on the season. I'll give you another one too. The Giants. They're a mess. That's they're a rough outfit. I don't think it'll be uh, right. It's five and ten so far, and they're taking on Florida, who's been feisting. It's Cabrera against Wood. Not good in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Nope.
0: Okay, so another team that I'd watch out for here today, in terms of the overall K props. I know people love betting this stuff, and I yep. don't blame you. I think it's a lot of fun as well. Kershaw's K prop tonight is five and a half. Here's a quick history of what teams have done, starting pitchers have done against the Mets so far this year. And good pitchers, by the way. You'll notice that when I'm running down the mm-hmm. names. Alcantara, to begin the season, his K-Prop was 4.5. He had 2. Lazardo, the next game, was 5.5. He had 5. Peralta for the Brewers went over. It was 4.5. He had 7. Burns' K-Prop was 6.5. He had 3. Darvish, 5.5. He had 5. Snell, 5.5. He had 5. Good pitchers are not striking out a lot of uh, Mets batters at the plate, and Kershaw's prop tonight is five and a half. It might be a touch yeah. high, might be a touch high for him to strike out six guys. I think this Dodgers thing is real. I think this is who I, they are. I think you're right, and yep. I'm I'm I have a bet on them under ninety six and a half wins from from March. As do I. Yeah. Yes. But is it going to be?
3: Are, are the Diamondbacks going to win this division? No, but uh, I just, just still waiting here for one of these for one of these teams to take off and get hot. And I, I I don't know how long we're going to be waiting with the Padres. But it just the, the offense is so good; they should they should be doing a lot better job offensively. I can tell you that. You know, but the uh, concerns about the rotation too.
0: Tatis is absolutely killing the ball. Yeah, he's like setting records. I think mm-hmm. as he's getting ready to come up. I was looking at numbers on him to like either lead the league in home runs or MVP. <laughs> For, no, forget Nothing. about
3: it. No, laughable? It's, it's laughable? Okay.
0: Like between 18 and 40 to 1. Okay. Like, no, come on.
3: No. How much does, uh, when you look at this, how much does history and owning a team factor into your handicap? Because we have a doubleheader with Cleveland and Detroit. Cleveland is 71 and 27 last, 98 against Detroit. Oh, good Total Lord. ownage.
0: Total ownage.
3: Wow, the last time we played
0: but that you- out, the Yankees gave up nine in the first of the Twins.
3: I know, right. <laughs> thirty in game one, dollar yeah. twenty in game two against Detroit. And they have their issues again. Uh. Boy, are they bad. They're up to a slow start, yes. too. Wor- worst team yeah. in baseball
0: still the A's, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're worse than the three Royals.
3: 3-14 and 14, with one of the wins to come from behind against the yeah. Angels' bullpen. Oh, they're bad. Three, you know, it's 3-14 and 14 feels like 1-16 with that team. Yeah, Stroman today for the Cubbies.
0: Ooh. Should shut them down. NBA with Tom Habistro up next. Are the Suns laying too many points tonight?
2: if you dare.